live and completely off topic before we even hit record. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. I love pizza. Well, yeah, who doesn't? You know people I... don't talk about enough is deep dish Teenage pizza. Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm, yes. Mm, Leonardo yeah. was the best artist. Heroes on a half shell. Raise your voice. <laughs> Starsky and Hutch. That car, though, come on. The General Lee? <laughs> yeah. That car's a racist. <laughs> True. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're not talking about it. <laughs> Uh, well, hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Book Minority Podcast, the podcast that loves the Voyager's Cup. Remember the Voyager's Cup? It's the what? still happening. The what? I know. It's a thing, apparently. We're going to talk about it at some point, I think. Huh. Probably. Well, I know. Yeah. It'll, be, it'll be fun. It'll be I, like a, a cute little throwback to I don't know when. Well, I just, I just want to say on behalf of Tony and Duncan, Kristen, congratulations on getting a trophy for your other account. Very nice. Thank you. Thank you. You've worked, you've worked so hard for it. I know, really. I, I think I feel very proud. Yeah. Um, on this week's show, we look back at not one, but two dismal matches from Toronto. Yay. Uh, talk about the Italian job. Uh, um, the players, not the movie. Lament uh, a final loss, I know, for the Canucks NT. Get riled up about Canada Soccer's latest hire. Look ahead to TFC's upcoming exciting Oh, for nothing. I don't know. It's, there's a match on the weekend. We're going to talk about it and more. Now, this week's panel. Laughing at Inter Miami. Say hello to Duncan Fletcher. It's the biggest game in the history, you know. This, <laughs> this is huge. It's huge. <sighs> oh, I thought about you so much when that was happening. I was like, oh my God, Duncan is loving this. Um, not melted. In fact, he's managed to survive. Faculties intact. It's Mark Hinckley. Yeah, that yesterday was a questionable decision going to a a match of the footballs. But uh, uh, as it turns out, once the sun fucks off behind a cloud, it's actually okay. I wouldn't recommend trying it, though. It's too risky. And you, you got some good TV time. Like TV in air quotes, one soccer. You got some good like, time there with one soccer. That you, yeah, I saw you. I mean, I did sit, I did stand very, in the front row because... You were very, very happy when uh, the Rubens, what's his name, got his hat trick. Oh, that was... Woo! We saw yeah. that. Yeah. I'm going to have to go uh, find a replay to catch all the all the excitement of me being excited. Um, mm. Do you think I could turn turn it into a meme? Do you think that's jiffable? <laughs> it could be. All right. Do it. It could be. Well, I, yeah. I got to see what it looks like. I mean, if it's bad, it's like, well, there's nothing. In I, I think I think there's potential here, people. I mean, it wasn't, just, it wasn't super close up on you by any means, but uh, it was it was very clearly you. Oh, well, that's 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 fine. I mean, it was it was kind of it was kind of churchish uh, at the at the game. Uh, a lot of people were put off by the six forty five kickoff. Sure. Oh, I was like I was like a lot of people were praying. There were hymns. Like I don't know. No, quiet like quiet oh oh quiet is oh okay. yeah like there was, uh, a, lot, there was is... a lot of crosses mm. there were there were some wafers too which was really other churches Ooh. are available so um our man on the street reporter welcome to tony walsh i mean i have a home mm. you do yeah i mean oh, you congratulations know, i don't just set up a broadcasting booth on the streets Oh, oh no. my, my, my image of you is shattered. I That'd don't be pretty even know. cool, actually. I could just put it on the front of my bike like a roving studio. 
I just kind of assume that's what you did. <laughs> Although um, I'd talk about the proper Italian job if I did have my own show on a bike. Mm. Like you can blow the doors off later, okay? Should really have your own show on a mini if you're going to be talking about the Italian job. Totally. There you go. Mm. Bikes. Three of them. On. Three of them. Mm. One you to could drive. Rotate. You could, you, yeah, exactly. Drive. You could drive one to the next one and then just like. Mark, can you send the third one and edit? I'll, I'll see what can do thanks no problem <laughs> as for me i'm still questioning whether or not that was a penalty i am your host kristen Knowles. now to our show good night everybody the acclaimed top of the chain so i bet you know the name getting all the fans entertained the acclaimed running in the game and we in our own lane everybody saying that they want to be acclaimed Nobody's stopping the team. The acclaimed on the rise to the top of the scene. We the cream of the crop. It's an obvious thing. You gon' wind up on the dark side of the ring. Cause you just another tragedy. Critically acclaimed, you're a casualty. Ain't nobody good as Max and Anthony. And we so handsome. Getting paid handsomely. The acclaimed. Everything you plan to be acclaimed. Top of the chance. All right. So uh, what's been going on? What's been going uh, TFC, back-to-back badness, um, including a dire, just mostly depressing loss to uh, our most hated rivals, uh, the Snowflakes. Um, yeah, yeah, those were two non-good games. That's and, a way of putting uh, it. I would even go as far as saying they were bad. They were bad. The yeah. one against Montreal, though, was especially bad. Like, that... I don't I, know. I don't think. Really, I think you Montreal, thought the one against Chicago was worse. I'll go. The one against Chicago was worse. Really I feel yeah. like the, I feel like the one against Chicago was worse because Chicago's Chicago. Chicago's Montreal's and decent. Chicago's, yeah. And I feel like that scoreline, in a twisted way, flattered Flatters. It should oh, have been. Yeah. It should have easily been three 0 by half. Well, as much as I don't want to say nice things about Alex Fono because it pains me to do it. I know. He, he, he had a good match. I know. Yeah. He yeah. really did. He really did, actually. But yeah, I've been dealing with playing terrible. Spots. You, hey, what are they doing? I mean, you you can be you know, outplayed in a game without looking awful. You would know, like to say, for example, sort of Canada against like US. US was clearly the better team, but Canada at least looked organised, and you know they, they've got a chance here. They could do things. TFC were just awful. It just like wow, yeah, yeah. So freaking sloppy and no real threat at all going forward. And then just, yeah, yeah, it's uh, a lot of work to do. It really is. And it's like I was talking to, I was talking to lots of people. I was talking to my dad and, and like, we, we talk, everyone talks about the defense, right? Because they continue to bleed goals and stuff. But so much of it really feels like it's, it's stemming from the midfield and, um, so we've got Mark Anthony K, who we're I think we were all pretty generally excited about having on board. We like Mark Anthony K. He's done some good things. Bob Bradley has been who he's played his best football under, all those nice things. And I haven't really felt that he's again, it's like whatever, a match, match and a half. Did he, did he start both games? No. Yes. God, I already don't remember. This is terrible. Yeah, yeah, he played against Chicago as well, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um I didn't really feel like the influence was there. Now, whether, like, does it absolutely have to be him, Bradley, and Osorio? Does Osorio have to be there to make this work? And if so, 
that could be a problem. Um, but like the wing play hasn't been as strong as it's needed. They're not tracking back, so they're not contributing to the defensive a- aspect of it. Um, but the midfield just feels confused and not accurate. Um, like it's not crisp. It's, this isn't a crisp midfield, and TFC desperately needs it to be that. Um, but each week we need Mikey Delgado back to to be carrying some water. And, Apparently, he's uh, the engine, we, right? Who we yeah. we just yeah, he was the mm-hmm. engine that could, and 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 we we let him go. Make everything make sense. Mm-hmm. Really. but the other thing that's been really apparent over like the last two matches but um Cusito is really a cut above um and we talked we touched on this last week but can you call him by his christian name um it's kind of wild to to watch him play um like TFC is not an un like there's not a lack of talent on Toronto. Like there's certainly, there's some, you know, some raw youth and some stuff that needs work on, but there are good players for Toronto. This isn't a a team of scrubs, right? Um, No scrubs. Yeah. I don't want them. Um, But he is, again, we talked about this. We talked about like when Vasquez first got here and you know, he would put a ball somewhere and, and realize that his teammates didn't know what he was doing. They couldn't play to that level. And I feel like this is what's happening um, right now. And I'm wondering how that's going to, um, how much of that we're going to see once Insigne and, and Berardache, um play. Or is it pretty desky? Like, I've heard both Desky and Deshi. I thought it was Deshi, but Wildman and Caldwell were saying Desky a lot on the broadcast on the weekend, and I was confused. So, mm-hmm. Bernie, Bernie, our buddy, yeah, leave our, it our at buddy that. Bernie. But yeah, I mean, um, when, when Larry and Bernie are there, there's going to be at least you know a couple of players that he can be uh, sort of linking on up the with receiving them, all that end sort of, of, of yeah. goodness. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I do feel as well. Take like Prosciutto. He's uh, um, definitely like better. He seems noticeably good going forward. Defensively, doesn't seem like he's been. Oh well, yeah, this guy's really fucking good. He's solidifying things uh, yet. But but I don't feel like he's being know. asked to though. Like he's not. Like they've Probably got him. Not, they've no. got him as, but, as as a winger right now, right? Like he's not even being asked to defend, really. Sure, but maybe he should. I sure, yes. Yeah, exactly. maybe, maybe somebody should. I, that might be nice. Oh, it's just... Let's get back to the days of, you know, when fullbacks were fullbacks, like, like Stephen Bader Shaw. They went yes. to super fancy. Mm. You know. I'm, I'm, I'm all for that. Um, anyway, yeah, it's just, it's very interesting to see right now how none of this is coming together. Um, and I feel, I feel, I almost feel like they were more unified earlier in the season, and now they're in this very strange. Nobody quite seems to either know what they're doing or wants to do what's being asked of them, and I can't tell which it is. I mean, oh, it's a different is. team now, though. It's just like you know, suddenly, yeah. suddenly, suddenly it's, it, all it's these not, players have left. Not, yeah, it's not the team from April. It's yeah, like, so, that's true. It, it, I, I mean, yeah, there's pieces, but. 
it, very soon, four key starters will be guys who weren't here. Yeah. Like the, the three Italians and Mark Anthony K, you know, like, and no doubt somebody else soon. You would, mm -hmm. I think. So, like, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, the core of the, the, the team is entirely different. And you would assume would, I don't know. I, I have a hard time identifying what the Bob Bradley style is. I don't know if we've seen it yet. Maybe because we, as we talked about last week, you know, he's kind of on this like <laughs> half season evolution program where, you know, everything seems like it's about to change, but I don't know. You would assume with those four players that a lot of the style of play might change along with it. He doesn't, it doesn't seem like he, they went out and bought players to fit into a system. You know, they went out and bought the, best people they felt yeah. for a number of reasons um a mixture of you know quality and promotion and all kinds of good stuff so i don't, I don't know it's it's it I, comparing it to the april team is is going to be apples and oranges soon i feel i don't think you're wrong i mean i feel like <clears throat> i feel like that we were promised at the beginning of the season that while the team was going to look different, there was no there was no real indication as to how different it was going to be. Like, if they're going to play, if they're going to purge themselves of a lot of other talent to start at the during the off season, promote the kids, give them more playing time. Some of them getting their first minutes. Some of them we've seen since last year. Um, I feel like. As soon as things were going to start to look shaky, that somebody somebody in a suit's going to come flying in and <clears throat> try to push forward changes. I mm -hmm. believe that that was always going to happen. And it's not to say that I don't have faith in the kids. I clearly have faith in the kids because I'm ready to let them ride for the rest of the season, but that's not how this business works. So here we are. We've got Three new Italians and a returning Mac, and like, I, there's no indication that this is this is the end of it either. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, oh yeah, no, they're still talking moves. Whether or not they're going to fill that third DP spot now, whether it's going to be later. Announce um, Seba. So anyway, um, <laughs> I know. I feel like it's coming. I feel like I it's coming. <laughs> and, like and, any and day I, now, I'm just like, waiting for it. What like, was he doing? This is this is what wrestling has done to me. As soon as you stop talking <laughs> about God. them, this is when they this is when they show up. Yeah, you know this is when the run in comes in with the steel chair in the back of the yep. head, standing over a bleeding Osario, yeah, Iowacanola or something. I got your spine now. <laughs> like you know, just and and I'm all for it. I mean, from the wrestling standpoint, not the violence. I'm all for it, but it's just weird that you know random photos of him being in and around Southern Ontario just popping up out of nowhere. Is it like, hey guys? Don't forget about the me. And oh, in, in pure wrestling form, he just show up at halftime dressed as Tony Pepperoni and unveil himself. Oh yeah, no, he, mm. he's what what should happen is he gets into a fight with somebody on the other team going for a throw-in, and then as he's about to take the throw-in, he just studs up, tackles the guy, injures the shit of him, and then reveals. <laughs> yeah, and I will pop so hard. I will be, I will be downstairs at the gift at the at the club shop. 
getting a Seba personalized jersey. In the ref's pocket. That's how quickly I will love that. <laughs> like, wow. Tie me the fuck up. I will never miss another game. For the rest of my life. Unless I'm dying, bleeding, or both. I will not miss a game. I hope the referee is dangerous, Danny Davis. Oh, that would be. That would be <gasps> oh, wow. Wow. I mean, wow. I mean, we got vicious Ted Uncle. Is that, is that good enough? <laughs> but, but like, so I feel like I feel like that DP spot might still actually be a negotiation with Seba. It's like let's talk him down a little further. And no, uh, if they if they waste a DP spot on Seba, like come on now. But no. Although although do they have any Tam or Gam left? I, 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 I have know. no idea. I don't know. It's all nah, he's only he's got tiny Gams. <laughs> it's 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 all it's all creative accounting at this point but um True. as far as the dp i i feel i feel like <clears throat> i feel like they're probably gonna hold out uh, i wouldn't be surprised if the if i wouldn't be surprised if they start making announcements or like hints getting dropped of somebody that's currently like about to start their season or that's in the, the, or the infancy of their season and there's already talk of like as soon as that first transfer window opens up, TFC is going to sneak in there with a contract and pluck them away for for for, for a song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, like the, the the I felt I felt like the team was always in flux. I feel like I just didn't realize that the flux isn't over; it's still mid flux. Yeah, and you to comment on that a little bit later if we're going to go back to 20 whenever and oh we should bring back severs and now bring back drew moore bring back drew moore as a dp yes he helped the first time around he could help again i'm sure um but yeah the team has been in flux i mean it's not just about oh well we're going to start and playing the kids and blah 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 blah. it's just there's been just a lot of injuries and that sort of thing, and it's never been a subtle team. And Osorio has been in and out, however much in the midfield. I do Akinola was injured for most of the year. Salcedo was in and out. Mavinga kind of in and out. And take the defense has never been settled. And uh, Bono and Westberger they just keep being swapped around and all that sort of thing. So yeah, it's it's just been constantly in flux. So. You know, it, it's really hard to judge anyone as yeah. being at fault so far because you know there's never been any kind of consistent exactly you know, just uh well it's an inexperienced lineup but we're going to throw them out there for a whole bunch of games in a row and let's see what happens it's been you know not some of it by choice some of it forced by injuries and suspensions and what have you but yeah lineups have been I'm, all over the place yeah it's like completely like just ignore dismiss any calls from anybody to like get rid of bradley bob bradley it's like come on like Mm -hmm. one that's not happening like it's just not there's no there's there's no way there's no way that they don't give him like forget just giving him one season dude has two seasons for sure there's just no way um what if they got through what if they got halfway through next season and it was like this still yeah yeah, at that point, then yeah. I guess maybe it was like a Swansea situation, maybe, but I don't think it I mean, will be. If if we can get rid of Manchester United worthy Chris Armas this quickly, <laughs> they, you know, we can That's surely get true. Rid, that, is, surely, that is an excellent point, Duncan. We can surely get rid of Swansea worthy Bob Bradley this. Uh, well, I mean, 
who wouldn't want to be fired from TFC's head coaching job when that's the uh, that's career, the, career arc? That's the, yeah. that's the path. Like, come on now. Yeah, really. I've Straight also never, I've never felt that that's more of an appropriate insult than Chris Armas's <laughs> Manchester United. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm so at peace with it. It's, it's delightful. I really am. And, and the more people remind everybody else, like he, he somehow fucking failed upwards, but that, that that's where he ended up. It's like, might actually be a little bit of a lateral move. We'll see how it goes. If he breaks but, Christian Erickson. Oh. <laughs> is he still there? He's not still there, is he? Isn't he no, still there? I feel like he moved somewhere else. Yeah, so oh, feel like he shit, got, that's right. You're yeah, right. Did he go to, he he go to with Leeds the, with Jesse with Marsh? The, with the previous... He got loaned out or something. Right, 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 right. Never Maybe. mind, never mind. I don't care, Mark. If your fucking team breaks Christian Erickson, whoa. Um, excuse me. My fucking team had him. Don't forget that. No. Brentford. Suck it. Um, yeah, yeah we, we, forget, we forget. Wikipedia real quick, doesn't say we? anything about uh, that Chris Armas currently. No, I but thought. I thought, maybe, really I thought there was a rumor. Wasn't there a rumor of him going to Leeds? With, no, uh, you're Leeds. right. You're right. That Leeds actually does, does ring a, familiar, yes. a vague bell. Yes, but maybe anyway, it didn't happen. Maybe that um, would be disturbing. Uh, so, uh, Federico Fetty. Do we call him Fetty? Um, no. No. <laughs> Why would we do that when Rico is right there? Suave. Bernie is fine. (laughs) No, but come on, let us have Rico Suave. Come on. Look at how he's dressed. Look at look at look at look at the style that's happening. Um all right. So he's dressed like a a magic show later tonight in, in Vegas. You um, have I, a tiger waiting behind the curtain. I, for the first shot, first shot I saw him, I thought he was uh, uh, cosplaying as Lamal. So <laughs> immediately, never any story played in my head. around. Yeah, like I and I know it's not that close, but kind of is. I don't know. You put a spiky wig a on little, him. A little bit of yeah. If he can, grows that out, gets spiky. It's like yeah, this shit's happening. We're gonna we're gonna find a giant flying dog and ride him all over the all over the Aww, waterfront. Falcor. Did you know Chris Armas had uh, part of his youth career with Brooklyn Italians? Get the fuck out! Yeah. Waypoint A. Go I on. Know. I don't no know wonder. how old he was. No, no wonder Manning hired him. I know. Yeah. Oh, it's all nepotism! It's all nepotism. Always was. Always was. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't Ali Curtis's Red Bull connection. It was Manning's Brooklyn Italians connection. He, he was just using. He was using Curtis to get the <laughs> What a world. Anyway, so 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 Bernie has arrived. He's here. He's officially signed. There was the big unveiling on Monday afternoon, um, in which. He, he's made quite the impression. Like, everyone is speaking very highly of him. All of the, you know, how he was at the unveiling, his, his Instagram videos. Um, he's saying all the right things in very, you know, very positive language, talking about his family and talking about coming to Toronto, wanting to build something here. And, you know, obviously he's not going to say, oh, yeah, whatever, I just decided to come to fucking Toronto. But everyone seems quite enamored of him more so than, say, Insigne, who, out of the two, is probably the brighter star. Um, and uh, Crescito, uh 
again, I just admire his play, but he's obviously, he's like a, an, an older player, higher level, clearly just from watching him, but everyone seems to be all in on Bernie. So um, I don't know. Did you watch any of the, any of the unveiling? I saw little Twitter highlights here and there. He seems fun. He does seem fun. He seems, I do, I do appreciate that he really does seem to engage with the fans. The, the whole like getting involved with the chants and dancing around and stuff. Like I thought that was, that was good, right? Like he's trying. So mm -hmm. I appreciate that. But the outfit, why do they, why do they all wear white? I don't understand. The height Is of fashion. in town? Like what's happening? Height of fashion. Mm. I don't know which fashion. I don't know which height. It's just the height of fashion. Apparently. Wear, wear your best, they said. <laughs> I, I, I actually, my favorite part of, uh, it wasn't even like the, the, uh, the presser itself and him. He like, he seems delightful. I like, I hope he's, I hope he's as, if he's half as charismatic on the pitch as he is off of it. Um, Agreed. He, he could stay we're, for. We're in for a treat. Yes. fifty. They're gonna. They're gonna. Wendell Clark, the living shit out of this guy. <laughs> That's a hockey reference. Anyway, um, no. What was it? Was the it was the shot of them sitting on uh, like the three of them on the panel, and the first thought I was like, what would Lex Luthor's lesser brother's name be? <laughs> so there's Lex <laughs> Luthor, Lawrence <laughs> Luthor, and their new starling. And it was like, see, look, we're not evil. We brought him. And it's just, <laughs> that's what played in my head as soon as I saw the photo. I'm like, <laughs> no, that's amazing. Superman's going to be here to fight them all. <laughs> it's our cousin, Lorenzo Luthor. <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> all for one. Oh, my God. Um, I make a deal with the General Zod. <laughs> I talk about like all for one and what have you. What is and this was like when they were doing to Insignia as well. They seem to be really fucking pushing the whole sort of family. Yes, thing. oh, familia. Yeah, well, yeah, what's that all about? Oh, um, you know. Well, you know, it's just subtle, su subtle, subtle nods <laughs> to you know the family. Um, mm. You know, yeah, this, 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 yeah, exactly. This isn't. This is, they're not subtly referencing the mob or anything like that no don't be ridiculous who would do that who would do such a thing who would put that on merchandise and talk about familia and stuff no one would do that that's just crazy talk i wonder if he was allowed to refuse the offer he was given <laughs> <laughs> what does he think about the fishes <laughs> Oh yeah, they're 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 leading hard. I'm waiting for like Godfather night at at BMO Field, and um, I, I don't know what that entails, but I I'm don't know either. Actually, <laughs> I'm really not although sure. Although with with current TFC, it would be Godfather three night. Mm. <laughs> mm. Oh dear. Um. Anyway, so uh, Tony. Yeah, that's me. Intrepid live downtown resident. Um, yeah, with my press fedora. Yes. Would you Would you care to tell us about uh, an encounter you had? I I will say that I, I had the opportunity to bump into Federico, and uh, what can I say from from a very um, in depth journalistic. Point of view, I will say he's a very, very, very nice man. 
Back to you, Kristen. Oh, no, you have to tell us more of the story I, than what? that. Right, what dog you, shit, what do you Tony, do better. He's he's tall and 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 surprisingly skinny. Go on, and he's and has uh, some fascinating tattoos on the back of his ankles. Um, we want everyone. Wow. Please a... to explain. Oh, sorry. I think I, if I remember, they were like, they were like upside down triangles. Like a, I can't remember what they were. They look well, like, like like the Illuminati. No, like when you press like down the Triforce the from Zelda. <gasps> oh. I can't remember exactly. I just remember, obviously, like a lot of footballers, you know. Lots of tats, yeah. Lots of tats. Um, but hey, no, no, he was he was a super nice guy. He was uh, spent a lot of time with there were uh, a small group of fans who kind of like recognized him and were coming up to him and took the time to not only you know he was signing autographs, he was talking to them. He he was doing that, that, that's that's what they come to Toronto to avoid. I know, but now he seemed to be reveling in it. And this would have been, I, I think, if I'm not mistaken, the day after he arrived. So all was still pretty new. And it was, he was really taking the time and seemed really, as has been noted in his press conference, that he seems to be happy in Toronto. It, it actually seemed like that wasn't an act that he, you know, genuinely seemed to be enjoying interacting with fans. So it was nice. Good guy, though. Good, good, seemingly very good guy in person. Oh. And that's always nice. That's that's the important thing. It is it, it's an important thing. It's the most important thing that everybody yeah. learns life lessons and has a good game. <laughs> you know what? It 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 does help, right? Like I you, like you, it. I like you it want when, them to when, be when someone's a good dude, yeah. Exactly. Sure, yeah. yeah. Like I I, I I Duncan, I know you love your villains, but um Oh, I like <laughs> a villain when they're on our team. That's fun. <laughs> But a villain who's good to his own uh, supporters is is extra good. Well, and also especially because I think not that we don't have players on the team that people are you know really like and, and and connect to. And again, obviously a lot of players have been with the team for a long time and that sort of thing. But if you have kind of like kind of an unknown quantity for existing fans, let alone all of our new fans, welcome. Um, yeah, it's just it's nice to hear that someone is 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 engaging and seems really positive and that sort of thing. And um, you hope that uh, that carries over into the pitch on and on a good way, not in a oh everything's lovely. No, no, you want them to kick ass. But I will say he was he was wearing a similar but but more uh, darkly hued, same kind of very flowing clothes. He does seem to dress like he's a he does seem to dress like he's a guru. I was going to say, is there a lot? He's just got like an all linen wardrobe. Is that what's yeah, happening like here? That. Yeah. Intriguing. Welcome to winter in Toronto, my friend. <laughs> um, the other thing that sort of like has, has come up recently um, is, you know, obviously the transfer window is open. And there's transfer rumors and TFC still very much a work in progress. There's been a lot of talk of uh, shuffleboard and or Akinola. Um being mm -hmm. shot and i found that kind of intriguing maybe more the akinola than uh Schaffelberg, which i sort of see i feel like he needs to go somewhere where he's going to get some more minutes i think i don't think it's going to be toronto this year the youth movement is dead nah, is he that young anymore though 
this how sort of youth Jacob? movement how is old, dead. How old is Jacob Schaffenberg? Actually, he's actually still pretty young. Um, 21, 22-ish, something like that. But yeah, they're not going to be playing him ahead of uh, Larry or Bernie on the no, way. No, definitely not. Oh yeah, he's only 22. Oh, okay. Interesting, interesting. But yeah, I just thought it was it was like to have an, an Anakinola who has been through a lot. Um, and still feels like to me like a more viable he seems like still like a pretty viable scoring option for Toronto. Um, and considering they're still struggling to score. I don't know. We'll I still don't happens. even know still don't even know how they're gonna line up when they have the whole like <laughs> That's you true. Know, There's no idea. Like we're not even close to seeing how he plays this team, so who knows? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we'll Perhaps we'll find out on Saturday, which we'll talk about later. Um, all right, we're well, moving on from Toronto then. And obviously more of this will happen as this window is open and stuff. Um, the, the Canadian uh, women's national team, XNT. Oh, so close. So close. After a pretty nice win against um, Jamaica, although a Bunny Shawless Jamaica, um, which was which was too bad. I think it would have been a much different game if uh, if she had played, um, because she is a constant threat and just so fucking talented. But again, wait you you would have rather a much different game. I you know what I I like. Krista when... Knowles, I want to be entertained over Canada's outcome. <laughs> I'm hanging out with Duncan too much. Um... <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I I. I just, I really, I admit, I just really like watching Bunny Shaw play, but also I do have a soft spot for uh, the reggae girls. Um, so much shit seems to happen to them, um, like off the pitch in terms of their federation, in terms of uh, support, in terms of money, in terms of issues with their coach. You know, like there's just like, it just feels like it's nonstop. So I kind of, I kind of want good things for them, not necessarily at the expense of Canada, but anyway. Um, so, but they won three nil win over, over Jamaica, um, which took them to the final, which we basically had, we'd said was going to happen against the Americans. Um, and God, that was terrible. Just bad match. Like that wasn't, that was not a good game. Um, decided on a, on a soft penalty, but as a lot of people have pointed out, you know, like reminiscent of a penalty given to Canada in the Olympics. So whatever. Um, but it was just not, certainly wasn't the last match you wanted to see from, from, from the XNT going, you know, into a bit of a break. It was like, Oh, that was, that was terrible. But like not the Americans were much better. Like it was a bad game on both sides. There was a lot of uninspired play, um, a lot of lack of finishing. Um, yeah, it was a weird game. It was a weird game after what had been some, like, pretty, you know, there had been some decent games throughout the rest of the tournament um, from both sides. I didn't watch much of the Americans, but I watched, you know, the women's match, the Canadian women's matches, and, yeah, there was some good stuff. Um, but unfortunately, so now they have, and this is the, stu- this is the incredibly stupid thing, but whatever. Um, so as we mentioned, you know, whoever won this tournament 
got an automatic qualification to the 2024 Olympics in Paris. Black the Americans, they punched their ticket. Um, so, but there was going to be a playoff between second place and third place uh, for the next spot. Um, that game does not happen until September, wait for it, of 2023. Naturally. Oh, sure. And they're, they're all in the same place right now. <laughs> do we want to do we just play a game right now and just set it? No, no, no. No, no. Let's wait over. Let's wait fourteen months to make this happen. There's no other time between now and then that we could possibly schedule this. And you really work on your set pieces. The Olympics are two years away. I get that, but still. But I, I just I, somehow that had escaped my understanding that it was not this year, but next year that this match was being played. Um, yeah. Mm, what a build up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We're going to be talking about this for 13 months and three weeks. <laughs> yes. It's going to be the talk of Canada, the talk of uh, Jamaica considered the third place team, or did did they have a? Uh, they did, didn't yet? They, they did, Costa yes, Rica and, and they yeah, they beat Costa yeah. Rica, yeah. So yeah, this is going to be the talk of talk of Canada. Oh, I know. For, uh, like yeah. this is this is a marquee match for Concacaf. Mm. It's just Carabao Car- next year is going to be extra spicy. Oh yeah. Is. and it's just going to be a one-off, like rando neutral site. Oh yeah. I assume. Yeah. I, I have cool. no idea. Austria. I literally I Austria, yeah. yeah. I literally have no it's, idea. It's it's that's where all the good That's where all the good matches are played now. Yeah, that's a good point, Mark. Don't lie to us. You know where it's being held and you know when tickets are going on sale. <laughs> I have no idea. I know what we will ask for, but anyway. Um whether we get listened to. So anyway, so a a, a decent tournament. For, um, for the XNT, a couple things from it, um, I think that sort of became, you know, well, some things were apparent. Um, one, we need Ashley Lawrence does not get nearly enough love um, for just being awesome all the time. She is one of the hardest working and most productive players for uh, the women's national team. And she rarely puts a foot wrong and is one of those players that you can slot her in just about anywhere on the pitch and she's going to have uh, a positive effect. I just, I really love Ashley Lawrence. She's so much fun to watch. Um, Janine Becky really mm-hmm. surprised me during this tournament. I don't know if anyone else kind of just noticed her being everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, she was... She's yeah. She seemed to be everywhere on the pitch when like when when I was because I caught I caught about a th- half two thirds of the Jamaica game and I caught half of the U.S. game mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I didn't. I has she always been city fucking TV on the pitch? Like she was everywhere. She really was right. Like and, it was. I I was astonished as the tournament wore on how apparent that was. Yeah, yeah. She was 
her contributions were I feel like it's stepping up like it's yes. really like like finding another not this not that I have expectations or like 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 I don't have expectations of anybody's skill set trajectory etc cetera, etc cetera. and you know if if Becky was like if we've seen the best Becky and she's just maintaining that that's fine that's a still a good player but this really seemed like a bit more responsibility was heaped on her and she ran with it. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy for her. She had a really good tournament. Yeah. Well, I like what you said, like about the responsibility. I feel like, yeah, she was definitely, I felt like she was really a leader on the pitch. A lot of excellent play down the wing. She was really involved in a lot of the attacks um it's a little bit like I, I don't know that she needs to take every single corner i feel like that's perhaps a bit much <laughs> well, calm down on that you know there's other people i'm sure they're good i'm sure you're good but i'm sure they're good too she's taking like every corner i i think i seriously if she was on the pitch i think she took every corner for canada because i tweeted most of those matches and i feel like i I, at one point in time, I was just, I, I should have just copied and pasted the tweet. Corner for Canada, Becky to take. I, I, I typed that out so many times because it was always her. Um, I, I, she's decent at it. I'm, I'm not saying she's like sucks at it. It's not like Brad, Michael Bradley taking a corner. Um, but surely oh. somebody else can be? I don't know. I mean, she, she's no Kyle Becker. No, well, but who is? Duncan? Mm. True. Um, Keelan Sheridan, very much. Had a good tournament, did? Yeah. Like, I have zero issues with her immediately. Like, she's, 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 she stepped right into being the number one. Um, yes. And it was, it was pretty sure that that was going to happen anyway, but this was a good term for her. Now, yes, she was not overly bothered um the women's world cup next year and the the gold cup will be much better indicators but she's such a strong keeper anyway we've seen good performances from her in the past um but she has she has some nice saves she seemed to have some good communication with the defense um i i I, i'm i'm you know i'm a pretty big fan of hers but like that was enjoyable to watch um and enjoyable performance all around throughout the entire tournament, I think, from her. But who we really want to talk about is Julia Grosso. Why isn't she starting? Come on, Bev. What the hell? <laughs> it's time to kick that old uh, sort of Christine Sinclair off to the bench. Man, I... Exactly. <sighs> mm-hmm. I know they're not going to do it, but... And I love, I love Christine Sinclair. And, and you know what? Like, they could they could play together. They can sit. They can sit somebody else. Um, <laughs> I don't know who sit 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 Jade Riviere. Like she had a solid tournament. Jade's great. I really like her a lot. Um, she's got a huge future ahead of her. But every time Julia Grosso was subbed on, the difference in how Canada played and how they looked. In the 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 creativity change, the 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 forcefulness in the attack, the movement. Like there was often other subs around, but like no, she was often subbed on by. Anyway, I just think 
at least one of those matches, I sort of feel like it should have been, you know, reward for good play throughout the tournament here. You've earned this start because you've been one of our best players. Therefore, run with it. I don't know. I know I'm not the only one that thinks this. I've seen this many places from many people, but um, I think this tournament was a good sort of coming out party almost for her. Yeah, yeah, she, you know, the, the bits that I saw, I was just like, yeah, okay, you're doing good things here, just many highlights, it's easy to look uh, impressive in highlights, but uh, yeah, you know, it's maybe uh, time to go to find a place for uh, for her, and hmm, who's, whose place might that be? This this whole tournament had, uh, I think, it did a really good service to a lot of those. I don't know, like not the mixture of like younger players and fringe players. Some of them really got a chance to to really up their stock, and and it did wonders for them. Like I know we we've we've said it, we've the names we've already covered here, but like it just I've I can't honestly say I've noticed a tournament like a full tournament where like two or three players came again from the fringes to really shine. Uh, like I didn't really notice that in Tokyo, like the, the, mm -hmm. the, the, the players who played in the, in for, for the gold medal all the way through. Yeah. That not many surprises in there might've been one or two, but for the most part, sure. That's fine. This one was like, okay. Like, I mean, granted to a couple of retirements, opportunities yeah. etc uh, provided for that for, for this tournament to have those spotlights but um it it's i am very optimistic that uh service will be continued to resume as canada as a good very very good women's side mm -hmm. internationally like i'm not i'm not concerned that the golden generation retired and Okay, that's that's that. It's like no, we're we're in very good hands. If it keeps going this way, very good hands. Yeah. Can, can we be including Vanessa Jill in that thing, or is she already too established? Oh no, I think you definitely she have to good. include her. Yeah, she um, she's actually you know what? Like she is. I find her still um, like quietly effective. Like mm -hmm. and, and 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 she's and that's perfect for the role that she plays because suddenly she's there and you know smothering things taking care of business and then she's just kind of like not there until you don't know you don't know she's there until she's like destroying your game kind of thing and it's yeah. and then she's a menace from from corners and lots of things yes, as well she is it's delightful so, yeah. mm -hmm. That's a great way of putting it, Duncan. She's absolutely a menace. It's a, she's a beautiful menace. I love it. Um, yeah, no, I think, I think, yeah, I think she is one of those players that kind of sort of had really like the Olympics is when people first was like, oh, who's this? Um, and then she started to get more and more consistent play. Uh, this tournament, yeah, was a, was a really good one for her, actually. Um, and playing uh, playing with Kadisha is never a bad thing, right? Um, yeah, there was there was some really some really good things from this tournament. Um, I still think there's some questions, but Bev's got a year to figure some shit out. So 
and a number of the players have have new teams in which they should get more playing time um, over these next mm. over this next year, right? Um, Janine Becky, like she's in NWSL now, right? Yeah, uh, she's with the Thorns. Uh, okay. Jordan Heidema is uh, who did she join? She's she's NWSL now as well. Um, I think the Thorns then and the. Isn't Doesn't everybody go to Thorns? Yeah, no, she's mm. uh, she's with the Rain. Um, yeah. But again, at least for her, especially like like Janine Becky was you know a bit up and down with Man City, but she'll def- like obviously she's going to play a shit ton with Thorns. Um, but Jordan Heidema, like it was very exciting for her to to go to to go to PSG, but she was so trapped on that bench and you feel almost like her development has taken some steps back just from lack of playing time. Um, Like she's only 21. She's got potentially a huge career ahead of her, but over the course of like three years, she barely played. Like it was, it was kind of heartbreaking to watch, to see, you know, she has all this potential. She got signed to this massive club where there's so many good players, and that's part of the problem, right? So many good players. Um, but she, she barely played. And then you'd see her come into the Canadian, in the Canadian squad and look uncertain and look behind a step or just not quite as, like, into the match and... You know, if you don't play, it's hard to keep that, you know, that, that game sense, you know, to stay sharp. So hopefully having this opportunity in NWSL will change that because, you know, she's a player that should have a really big career ahead of her. You'd hope so, yes. But yeah, hopefully it's like things can turn around and just regular playing time will actually be... Uh, yeah, very a useful thing and get things back on track. Yeah, It'd be uh, would be helpful. It'd be a shame if it just never gets going for it. Agreed. Agreed. Anyway, overall a good tournament. The final was unfortunate. Um, tune in, in September twenty twenty three. Oh dear. Um, things that we're talking about that we weren't already talking about in the first segment. Um, and I am going to leave this off with Kyle Becker's goal in last night's Camp Hiel match. Marcus, would you like to take us through it? Holy shit, that went in! <laughs> um, so the tragedy of that game was that all but one goal was not scored in front of me. Uh, they were all the other end. Oh, uh, that's right. I forgot. I'm sorry. I was, I like, because we were in the, like, we saw the free kick go in, and it could have touched like four people from our angle, which was the worst seats in the house for that goal. 
And uh, <laughs> so, like, as soon as it went in, heads whipped to the screen immediately to watch it. I watched it. Um, I watched it a couple hours ago just to marvel at the just insanity that, like, I love the fact that they can be scored. I I, I love the fact that Forge somehow has got two of them now. <laughs> like that's that's one more than any team should have and they've got two um yeah it was that was that was quite spectacular uh um, and the funny part was is that um earlier uh, he put in a he put a, a corner similar weight similar distance with the difference being um uh sissoko got his head to it and it popped back and hit the back post and in so like he already, he'd already found his golfer's touch. You know, he'd already found his range. He knew what yep. he was going to do. He tested the wind and knew what yeah, was out. Yeah, yeah. He he knew what he knew what he was doing. And like after seeing the first goal, like the, the sorry the the Sissoko goal go in off of a corner, and then seeing that, it's like really it was just that was just you know a sign of things to come. Um, it was, it was yeah, it was it was quite the um. It's quite the game overall. I mean, five one. Well, yes. Um, with the uh, woo, Ben Spasius uh, has got a hat trick. Like, <laughs> um, I, I was literally kind of like just looking up a, a clip of that, and it looks like that's what you were doing in the stands after the uh, the goal there. Yeah, you were oh, showing yeah. briefly. Uh, you're kind of like repeatedly pointing down at him. It looks as if you're doing as a woo. Ben. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, something like that. The other side of the stadium, which I didn't know they were doing this, but they got their hands up doing the Wu Tang sign. And oh, really? yeah. <laughs> and I'm I'm I hate that they came up with it first. because uh, that's that's pretty good. Um because because like like Wu Tang, Wubins is also for the children. Yeah. Um I get it. yeah, it was Thank you. I mean it it was given that it was probably uh the potential for the first heat stroke of the season um because it was stupid hot uh on on uh on tuesday um yeah the temperate like once this once the sun kind of got hidden behind a cloud and it turns out there was actually a nice-ish breeze i wouldn't say cool but it wasn't warm uh kind of brought the temperature down and it was it, it made it bearable and then and then a treat like we were literally served an absolute buffet of of goals like i mean i don't usually get to see a hat trick and now i saw a hat trick and and a goddamn and, and then, and all at the other end of the pitch so. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, to be fair to be fair um uh, uh woman scored the third goal in front of us but at that point it was like it was 4-1 so um yeah good good uh you know, if you get a chance to see an Olympico in person, it's like it's like goalie. Yeah. Like I, 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 okay. I, I was, yeah. It, that was it was impressive. That was a very. It was yeah. Those are cool. So well done. We're just um, giving me surprisingly a lot of like, holy shit, that happened in my lifetime. Moments already. <laughs> there are only four seasons in goalie penalties and an Olympico. I mean, Jesus Christ. Uh, it's just it's it's uh, I'm, and a woman's hattie like come on. I mean, I'm, to be fair, the woman's hattie was destined to come. That kid, he, is I know, absolute fucking fire. Yeah, uh, I, he, I, he's 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 not he's not long for Campiel, but no, he is. Yeah. going to say is he the next to be getting a, a, a five figure transfer to the Scottish? 
second division or something. I think so, Duncan. I think High five so. figures. He might it might be in the seventies. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I'm not gonna start. I'm not gonna start some rumors, but uh, uh, Look at all these you know, things. you know, Wraith Rovers have been. <gasps> no, I don't know nothing. Um, <laughs> like Hamilton Academical, surely. Oh, dude, dude. Make it happen. I'm buying the shirt and the name immediately. <laughs> um, yeah, like it's his his touch is like he, like it, the confidence is just incredible on the kid because he can turn he can turn I want to say half chances. There are like legit chances, but he fucking buries it. it. Yesterday, every chance that he had, it seemed like it went into the net. And if it didn't go into the net, it had to get it got blocked by somebody. Like they were all on point. So. And this isn't this isn't isolated to yesterday, Tuesday's game because we record on Wednesday. Um, this has been since he's like shown up. Like he, he like last yeah. season, oh, he yeah. was a substitute and would bag a goal. And then he'd come on as a, uh, as a substitute and then bag two goals. It's like, why is he substituting still? The guy's got forty minutes of gameplay. He's got three goals. Um, suggestion. <laughs> So it didn't take long before he was just, he was starting, but like also too that team is just hemorrhaging with talent, and um, you could easily have him on the pitch or not have him on the pitch. Like, you know, we subbed off we subbed off uh, um, Tristan Borges, and on came uh, Taron Campbell. I mean, come on, like <laughs> it's, I know. It's, uh, at this point, it's actually uh, quite great. You fucking spoil brass. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so. Yeah, Wubin's not, you're right, not long for this. Uh, yeah, I don't think so either for this league, yeah. Um, well, speaking of games with goals and uh, at least one spectacular goal, let's talk about the biggest match in Inter-Miami's history. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, you know, you, like, they're, they're, they're terrible. They're terrible to begin with. They fucking deserve to get destroyed. One, for just the absolute audacity of that kind of statement. Oh, it, um, it's one of those that couldn't have happened to a better person, or in this case, a better club. Oh, absolutely. 100%. But also, to put Beckham's kid and Neville's <laughs> kid into yeah. this match, like... Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ! This is this is the equivalent of like the the rich parents who start a select side just so that their kid can be playing against the stars, and that's going to get them the contract to Europe because you know that's of course the only way you get contracts is by playing. Exactly. Oh, like it's, it's just, just yeah. Like obviously, to me, it's like there's so Inter Miami is basically saying we're not trying to win this game. That's fine. Two guys getting their first minutes. Yeah, that that makes total sense to me. Yeah. And when the hell did Ab- Aubameyang go to fucking Barcelona? Like, when did that happen? Did I fall asleep? I don't even know, man. <laughs> like, like I'm looking. Like, I didn't watch the game. Didn't watch the game. I've seen the highlights, but I saw. No, neither did I. So I just saw the highlight of the goal. Like, I I feel like it was like last week. I was playing FIFA, and 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 you could get Aubameyang at, at at a Dortmund card, and then and then it was in a. Arsenal card because he got transferred mid-season. This was like three, four years ago at this point. But it's like, he's at Barcelona. When the fuck did that happen? Because the guy's lightning. But like, uh, my favorite part, the 
favorite part. I don't know if you're gonna if you were gonna get to this. I apologize for spoiling your joke. Uh, Barcelona uh, <laughs> when the when the sixth goal going in, they tweeted out touchdown six nothing, and I'm like. <laughs> Oh, Barcelona, man, you're a fucking legend. I know. <laughs> oh, my God. They were the having, like, they were just having the best night, that? right? So, like, chef's kiss. Like, that's the right fucking response. Uh. Oh. And then, of course, like, we, we, have, we, have to, we have to talk about, like, the, the, the murder that was committed on the pitch, which was Memphis's goal. Um, what was it? 70, late, late in the second half, right? Um, God. That was oh, I, uh, like I what want... he what he did to that poor defender who should just retire now and should never play again. Like, it thank was, you, Will, for that. It was um, entertaining. It was yeah. It's it was it was filthy. Like honestly, like Barcelona posted all of the all the goals on their on their socials from posted July nineteenth, but the it says here's the fifth from Memphis. Um, I don't know. I don't think it was a case where the defender's soul left his body, but he, he, <laughs> you know, he got severely dehydrated from the tears afterwards of how embarrassed he got, oh, like just God. fucking humiliated. And it was like, fuck you, Miami. Y'all deserve this. But I mean, maybe that player didn't, but yeah, it couldn't happen in a nicer club. Uh, yeah, that, that was... I don't know. It just felt like it was like watching like somebody like somebody who's, you know, like the the 17 year old brother who's just a perpetual dick. And he's like, watch what I can do to wa- watch me undress my five year old cousin. Like, it really felt like it was just yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even like it was just a, like three rungs of class above. And oh, and God, it, yeah, like it wasn't even close, wasn't even fucking cl- like that guy's never had that happen to him in his life and he's now he's now wondering did i should i go get my master's degree should i just go work <laughs> family company you know dad says in a couple of years i can have a dealership of my own like it's just ah oh god it was it was beautiful to watch yeah and there's not many clubs i wish that would have happened to but exactly Miami's definitely on that top yeah 10. miami atlanta yeah um anyway Polarity, um, so good and well deserved, and all those things. Um, uh, Women's Euro is on right now. If you haven't been watching, you have been missing some crazy good games, um, and a lot of them, a shit ton of goals. Um, I did not get to watch. (laughs) I did no way. Your girls took a hell of a beating. When they were um, really good, they're yeah. pining. They're pining for the fjords. Yes, um, <laughs> I did not get to watch today's match because I was at work, but my phone kept buzzing um, from various chat threads as you know the game went into added extra time, and it looked like maybe it's going to go to penalties, but no, fucking England, jerks, fucking England, fucking England. Uh, 96 minutes who's broadcasting or is it just off of uh, Uh, UEFA.tv so it's free Um, all you do is register and you know it's very good quality 
you can watch it on your laptop, watch it on your phone. You can cast it if you have like it's UEFA.tv. I do highly recommend. They show a lot, a lot of good things and a lot of good women's football. Um, but they've been showing the entire uh, women's Euro. Been great. Um, so yeah, England are through to the to the semis, and. Um, uh, who's next? Uh, Germany, Austria is tomorrow. And then Sweden, Belgium is on Friday. Uh, and then I'll be home. Very happy. Uh, France, Netherlands on Saturday. So that'll be, that should be a good one. Um, they're all, they've all been good matches. I, again, I highly recommend you can go back. You can rewatch matches, you can, but watch the highlights at the very least. If you haven't been watching this, um, it's been delightful. It's, it's been what you want from tournaments like this. Um, so, yeah, get watching if you're not. Canada soccer, fuckers. <laughs> you know, that really took a turn. I just want to throw that in. It, <laughs> it was like, oh, look what happened. Look what happened at this Forge game. Amazing. Look at this. The, look at the, Miami get destroyed. Amazing. UEFA women Euros are on. Amazing. Fuckers. Like, it's just... <laughs> I don't feel like you had the rhythm down on that one. I just started with the fuckers and then went with the good stuff, but you. Yeah, you're them. right. You're right. Sorry, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't put the. But I was. I was so excited for you to get to talk about Kyle Becker's goal, and it just sort of all went from there. Yeah, um, but there could be dessert. This could be. That's, oh, could be the that's over, true. That's true. Steak you're gonna serve us, and yeah. always, like, always start with the fuckers. Yeah, always start with the fuckers. That's podcasting one on one. I apologize. To, to you're on, you're on enough podcasts. You should know. Mm. You know, again, it's not like anybody saw this rundown hours ago and could have said something. No, anyway. You're um, on like 100 podcasts this week. No, only two this week. No, only one this week. No, maybe two this week. I don't know. I lose track. Um, so last week when we recorded, we, 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 we talked a lot about uh, an article, uh, part of Rick Westhead's ongoing investigation um, into everything that's been happening uh, with Canada soccer and Canada soccer business, Camp PL and both the national squads and all those, all those good things. And uh, about an hour after we finished recording. Fuckers. Fuckers. <laughs> Canada soccer <laughs> came out with a statement that somehow managed to not mention Rick Westhead once. And yet, tried, desperately tried to put a positive spin on the things that he had brought up. Um, the search for the, the, the women's coach, um, the, 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 the development up in Vaughn, um, all these good things. And basically, just, again, it was mostly spin. Um, nobody or hardly anybody took it well or took it as anything other than it was, but an attempt to deflect um, all the work that Rick West had. And now other journalists who are also getting involved have, have been doing to dig into all of this stuff. Um, and then um, the men's team are forming a union. They're not hey. joining, they're not joining PFA can. Um, oh, I know, which I thought was a little strange, but anyway, they got to do what they, they got to do. They are forming their own union. Um, majority of the current men's squad signed union cards. I think there's only three players that didn't. I have no idea who they are. 
I literally have no idea who they are. Um, but uh, they've all been speaking very positively. They, they, they thought they were going to have to sign with the Philadelphia Union. So, yeah, maybe that's what it is. Yes, yeah. no one, no one wants that. Come on now. Well, um, Union Berlin, I guess. Not, uh, mm, that's good. I would be a bit that. more attractive. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that would be fine. Um. So that was like sort of, you know, again, sign of unity there. So that's good. Both both the, the men's uh, squad and the and the, the women's squad have been like putting up United Fronts. Um, the game of soccer, you know, just taking a beating on this for for lack of transparency, for for potential shenanigans, all, all sorts of things. Right. Um, and then. <laughs> instead of being like you know what fuck man we are we are behind it right we are behind the eight ball everyone is coming for us this is not good we gotta do something we got we gotta do something to like get them back on our side gotta like we gotta like think of somebody else think of somebody to, to to put in charge um to have as as a figurehead to really like sway some public opinion back to our side. And we've been, apparently we've been yeah. searching globally. Need to show, oh yeah, need, need, need to show that you've taken things seriously and you're going to go yes. sort of new direction and all those sort of things, you have fresh clean sheets and all that sort of thing and yeah. fresh oh, starts. And, exactly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we need, you know, in Canada soccer, like it has a president, Scott Bontis, who everybody clearly adores. Um, we have, you know, we need a general secretary um, because, you know, uh, Montopoli stepped down in the winter um, and everybody's favorite from TFC fandom, uh, Earl Cochran, hmm. uh, has been serving as the, as the interim, you know, well, you know, just because, you know, he's been acting general secretary um, because Montopoli went to, to FIFA you know, for the Canada FIFA World Cup thing. Um, can't have, you know, conflict of interest, obviously. Um, Earl Cochran's been somehow really, really involved in Canadian soccer for, God, almost 20 years. Um, terrifying. But uh, guess what? He's got the job, everybody. It is the global search, the extensive global recruitment process um, went down the hall to uh, uh what was it we used to, like, used to call him Earl Cochran yeah yeah mm-hmm. maybe he was traveling around the world and I had to search for him oh oh it's like it's like it's, it's like, like Carmen um, San Diego Carmen San Diego yeah. where in the world is Earl Cochran oh Phileas Fogg kind of thing you eight days around the world that's all hot right now oh if you're not watching that on CBC Jen by the way you should it's so fucking good sorry I doubt it wow Duncan wow Oh, you got dunked. Oh, I will, oh I, will, I will fight this dunking. Why do you hate David Tennant? What did he I, ever do to you? I Who? watched I watched the cartoon Doctor. version back in oh. the 80s. And, and that was, was good enough was, for you. No, it was nothing special. So that told me all I need to know about this story and all the various adaptations of it. Oh, my God, Duncan. Have you ever said anything more you in the entire time that I have known you other than that? And I don't think so. 
That is, that is, yeah, that is, that is classic Duncan right there. Well, save me watching it. No, <laughs> you should watch it. It's very no good. No way. After, after what Duncan said? No way. Jesus. Spoiler. He doesn't think he does it, but he does. <sighs> Duncan very just good. saved me hours of my life. <laughs> You're welcome, Tony. Thanks, man. Um. Anyway, uh... Nobody seems happy about Earl Cochran's hiring, especially none of the players. Um, and that's, that seems to be a problem when the players are not, are not pleased with the choice in person. In Nick, which... Nick Bonta seemed pretty happy with it. <laughs> you're right, Duncan, you're right. Aggressively happy with it, really. You know, defensively so, almost. <laughs> defensively so, yes. <sighs> oh... It's it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating to have the people in charge of the sport that you love in your country constantly find new ways to fuck up. When and when they're handed good stuff like on a platter almost. You know, because I, I often feel like these last few years, um, like I feel like the women's team often succeeded in spite of everything. Um, and although World Cup glory still awaits, um, and then the men's team, well, but like this last year, like, again, I get that they couldn't have foreseen this, but still you have all this glory, all this goodness from both teams. It's just like presented to you and you still find multiple ways to just like shit on it i don't get was, it was it just presented to them or was this the, the culmination of decades of hard work from old cochran mm. Mm. you're right Duncan. <laughs> i think all all canadian national teams should enter stadiums to phil collins against all odds <laughs> <laughs> take a look at me now yeah no it's just an empty space mm. That's the trophy cab, but oh. <laughs> oh dear gods. I don't know. Like it just it's just frustrating. And I just I marvel at the the constant kind of cluelessness. Like that they think they've made a good decision somehow. And I just I love the idea that that this is like a results oriented business, and they went for the guy who's got the the best the best resume of saying yes, sir. Like, mm. really, like, like has 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 anything under his stewardship been successful? Well, you know, Toronto fans chased him out of town, so that went very well. But my point is, is that there was nobody else. Like, fucking nobody else. Nobody. I else. mean, Carlo Ancelotti is sitting right there loving Canada yeah, and I cheering mean, for Canada. Like, why why not bring him on board? Like, I, I, there's any number of, like, I don't know. I just, it just seems like, um, you know, you're on the inner sanctum and you're one of our friends and, and don't worry, Earl, we'll take care of you. And eventually he's just going to fumble upwards until he gets this. And I can't imagine the next... Yes, man, that uh, takes his place when Earl Crocker ultimately 
bumbles something repeatedly. It won't be a one thing. It'll be like seven or eight things. Um, but like, what a shallow pool. Like, really, what a shallow, shallow fucking pool of talent. Nobody else. No one. Yeah. Else. Like, Kristen, were you making how many a provincial associations and how many clubs of amateur, professional, whatever you want. And that's the guy you could get. And you're happy with it. I was just getting a glass of water with some ice. They, they come the whole wide world. They come the whole wide world just to find an Earl. <laughs> Another great <laughs> chant from the stands. Yes. <laughs> Reckless Cochrane. Yes. <laughs> this is just, there's, I feel like there's like, can't we just like warp a 5440 song? Ocean Earl or something like that? I don't know. I don't think 5440 deserves that. No, that's very true. They really don't. Um, even if their drummer is a Vancouver fan, so but that's okay. We'll forgive it. We found the Earl. Um, so yeah, and, and he signed for CSA. Fuck all y'all. I chose violets. What are you gonna do? Clearly, I edit, I edit this. What are you gonna do? Come at me. Well, you know what? Like, <laughs> just, just not enough hot pop songs rhyme with Cochrane. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Here I am, Cochrane <laughs> like a hurricane. You're right, there isn't. Yeah. <gasps> uh, like the, the, the thing will Cochrane. be. Yeah, it's almost. <laughs> it doesn't really have a second. It doesn't have a second line. No. It really doesn't. No. God gave Cochrane to us. Gave Cochrane mm. to us. Oh, wow. Cochrane no. to the hills. I'm, I'm, I'm all for Duncan's version just because it besmirches Kiss. So that, that's a win-win to me. I mean, it's literally their best song. I don't care, Kiss fans. I just don't care. But <laughs> I want Earl Cochrane all night. Every, every day. Every day. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Um, honestly, if he can this is, find this is actually fun now, yeah. I'm this this than I expected. Some way um, to resolve the issues with both national teams favorably, um, that will buy Canada soccer a good chunk, uh, you know, of goodwill for that'll carry them into well at least next year. Um, but it's whether or not that can actually happen. You realize that whole sentence while you were saying that the three of us were trying to come up with more Earl Cochran songs, right? Oh, I know. That's why I was dragging the sentence out. I was trying to like speak for as long as I could while the three of you rummage around in your brains for more. I'm not sure right now. We've yeah. got a whole other segment. We can just keep. Bouncing. I was going to say, I'm about, oh, yeah. I'm about, I'm yeah. about to move on to the last segment. Yeah. So. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Well, we can, we can use. Yeah, this yeah you guys, you guys ponder, you merble, think about it. I'm going to talk more. 
coming up. And really, with um, men's national team not playing uh, until the fall and the women's national team having just finished the tournament, um, and we talked about the most exciting KMPL match, um, which was last night. Um, we're going to talk about TFC. Yay! I know, I know, I know. I know how I know. Right? So, TFC have two matches coming up uh, within the next week. They've got MLS match this weekend. And on Tuesday night, Voyager's Cup Final. Seriously, Voyager's Cup Final. Which year? Which year, though? Oh, this year. Oh. I know. How occurred? It's very, I know, it's very confusing. And it has raisins in it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the entire Two cup scoops. is full Two of scoops. raisins. Yeah. Nice. Um, Just tip it so over first... the, uh, the, the, the winner's head, big raisin shower from the cup. Oh, the raisin shower. Don't don't Urban Dictionary. Don't look that up in Urban Dictionary. Um, <laughs> uh, Heard it through the grapevine. How much longer? Um, so TFC play Charlotte. Ooh, this weekend. Some girl? Oh. Yeah. The good. princess? Um, <laughs> the web. The web Bronte. Uh. Mm. So uh, Charlotte are hovering just below the playoff line right now. Uh, Toronto desperate for a good performance. But really with all of this, the real question for this match is, are all of the Italians playing? Because that's nah. really all that anybody cares about. Obviously, little Crisco is going to play. Mm. And it looks like Bernie's going to play. What is Insigne going to play? What is the likelihood that all three of them set foot on the pitch on Saturday? Uh, if we're including potential substitute appearances. Yes, I, I believe we are. I will okay. allow that. Then I, I would get a, probably as high as like the 75% chance that all three of them will be on there at some point. Okay. Do you think there's a chance that Bernie starts along with Lil Crisco? Yeah, I think that's more likely than Insignia. Mm-hmm. Seems like oh, it. I don't think Insigne is going to start at all. Yeah, he's the one that's maybe like 10 or 15 minutes off the bench at this point. Yeah. That seems reasonable. I actually wouldn't be surprised if if uh, Bernadeschi's uh, halftime sub and then Insigne comes on later. I don't know. Jet oh, lag. I, I, I just, I always, I kind of feel like whenever players come from overseas, like there's usually like a game where they just they don't play a full 90. I just feel like that's the case. I don't, I have no like real evidence, but mm-hmm. it feels like every time we've signed somebody like mid, mid hour season, mid, end of their season type thing, they're here. And the first game out, they might play, you know, they'll play some minutes, but I don't think they necessarily start. I very well accept that I could be making all of this shit up and <laughs> don't quote me on that, especially good friend, uh, hold on to something martin bailey he would know this more than anybody but um i i i would i would i would not want to incur his wrath of knowledge and incredible spreadsheets if i was wrong reasonable reasonable um Mm -hmm. 
I do think that like this is you know this is the game that Toronto have been pushing you know because this was you know they pushed Insigne's you know first time in the TFC kit to this weekend in terms of how they were promoting it. It's been a little quiet. They've been a little quiet about it. A lot of a lot of Bernadeschi stuff. And again, why not again? As we've said before, he was very delightful in his unveiling on Monday and has been, you know, had the love, you know, when he came to the airport. Anyways, lots of good things. Um, so I can sort of like shift focus to him right now. Um and really sort of do that. So I think they're still going to be like highly promoting this match. I do think it's going to be close to a sellout. Um, do think if you haven't, if you want to make some money, current TFC season C holders, this is the time to do it. Yeah, I, I can, um, I can, uh, I can concur. I mean, I, legit double booked, but I know I've already flipped my tickets and, I undercut just about everybody in the South End <laughs> and I moved them actually within under 12 hours. So if you're thinking of it now, not later now. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's, it's the home match, um, which should be good because, again, TFC uh, continued to be uh, absolute shit uh, on the road. I've yet to... Uh, win a game um, and you know again Charlotte's they're a decent they're a decent team but they're by no means a fantastic team right um, so there's there's potential there um, you know they, they they score about as many goals as Toronto they let in less but then again who doesn't um, DC apparently um, but they've only uh They've only taken, they've only won once on the road. And so there's that. That's a potential positive right there. Um, and yeah, if I think if maybe if Bernie plays, if uh, Osorio is fit, that kind of thing, um, that there's potential for some goodness now. But the question is, with the Voyagers Cup coming up on Tuesday and honestly, really Toronto's only chance at real silverware this season. Does Bradley not necessarily sacrifice this match, but maybe, you know, hold mm. some people back? What do you no. think? No, no. I, I I think this particular game would be their priority out of the two. Probably, okay. it's you know, probably got a bit more of a, a hype about it now with that sort of thing. It's actually going to be on the national TV in Canada, and uh, uh, yeah, I would expect to see a first team here. And if players have to be rested, they'll be rested for the. Voyager's Cup game would be my guess as to how it goes. I disagree with that decision, but that's how I think will happen. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think I think that's spot on. They, I mean, the club in general has always, except for brief moments, has always prioritized the league over Canadian championships. So okay. I didn't expect anything different. I, I'm I'm leaning more to 
like same same as you guys uh, i think duncan's is spot on it's with the amount of hype and you know shall we say jumping the gun uh when when insigne first got here and tried to flip a 45 dollar scarf for a guy who was not ready to play <laughs> well done um i i feel like <clears throat> I, if it was if it wasn't kind of like uh, that that hype of people are clamoring for these like let's see them all play now um if, if if that wasn't happening then yes i would say let's rest and go get that go get the cup otherwise in this situation uh the timing for the voyager's cups being the priority could not have been worse therefore the marketing takes center stage and to your earlier point Kristen. TFC is more than capable of getting uh, silverware. Bed Bath and Beyond have got many sets of forks, uh, knives, and spoons that you can get at reasonable prices. Many locations in and around Southern Ontario. We are not sponsored by them, but this is a really stupid gag, and I'm going with it. So that it is entirely possible that they can go and get some new knives. Okay, the KTG or whatever the fuck it's called these days could use some new spoons. You're right. You're right. Mm. Um, and the other thing, and I, I didn't realize this, I'd forgotten this, um, this Saturday's match against Charlotte FC, which apparently is their name and I'd forgotten. I thought it was FC Charlotte. I don't know. Um, I had to look it up, honestly. 50, 50, 50, 50. I, I, I just did as well. And I, 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 I was looking at this stuff this morning and it completely skittered out of my brain. Um, this is their, this is the first time these two teams have met. Really? Yes. Not even. I guess like Charlotte FC is a completely separate entity from uh, whatever Charlotte team TFC used to play against in preseason back in the day when. They exactly. were... I think that was Charleston. That was Charleston. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yes, Never mind yes. then. Never yep. mind. <laughs> Geography can be. So a this is this yeah. this. This gentleman is an historic occasion. Ooh. First ever. Ooh. I'm upset. I'm upset that they don't have the word thump on the back of their shorts to uh, commemorate Charlotte native junkyard dog. <laughs> Grab them cakes. <laughs> or hey, hey uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat and Ric Flair entered the chat. I mean, come on. I know. Yeah, I know. But still, what do they have written on their trunks? Not thump. Flair. <laughs> the dragon. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they could come out in Ric Flair robes. That'd be pretty fucking amazing, too. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat was from Charlotte? He was built from Charlotte. He was actually from Hawaii, but he was built yeah. from oh, Charlotte. He was built from Charlotte, yeah. Was he? I yes. He was I actually looked this up recently. They, because they I decided found out... they, they needed to give him an exotic place to come from, so oh, we can't say Hawaii, Charlotte. I, I recently looked this up, like, last week because I discovered that, like, uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat had a brother in his. The, I I forget what the what his name was, but it was close to Rick. Jimmy the Iguana. No, but like it was like yeah. um, like tugboat, like Dick the Dragon Steamboat or Dick, Dick Steamboat, the, something yeah. like that. <laughs> like it was Rick and Dick or something like that. Like it, it, Dicky Steamboat. Yeah, it, the it, Dragon it, Steamboat. I'm not sure if it rhymed or it started with the same letter, but it was like, fuck off, really. And that's amazing. Um, yeah, I love that. so that's I, Charlotte. He's originally from. He's born and raised Hawaii. But he's billed at like wrestling from Charlotte. Hmm. Things you didn't need to know. Um, hmm. 
yeah, I could give a shit less about this match. Um, I, I know we don't film, we don't put this on camera, but I literally, when you're saying the first ever match between the two, my my right hand just immediately did Vic. the hair jerking off motion Vic. thing. His I just couldn't Vic. stop. What Vicky Steamboat? Vic, Vic the Dragon Steamboat. Thank you. I knew it was. I knew it rhymed. Okay, thank you. Vic Steamboat. Vic. 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 Oh God. Vic the Vapor Rub. Vic the Vapor Rub Steamboat. Is their last name actually Steamboat? No, no their last name blood. is Blood. <laughs> yeah. Which oh, is awesome. That's pretty good. Did you Wait imagine a having could the last have been name the Blood Dragon going into blood? pro wrestling and yes. somebody say, you know what, you need to change Rick that. Blood. You know, Rick, like... Rick the Dragon Blood? Yes. Yes. No, no, no. How about Ricky Steamboat? Blood from Hawaii. Yes. Yeah. Ricky Blood from Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Steamboat from Charlotte. I, the five of you guys who listen to this show who love wrestling shit, it's for you. This is for you. It's for you. Exactly. I was trying to explain this to somebody recently because I we made a like a wrestling reference like on Twitter or something, and someone was like, Oh, what's this? And I was like, dude, if you listen to our show, this is so one of our favorite <laughs> matches ever was Randy Poffo versus Rick Blood. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I'm excited yeah. by that. Yeah. Oh my god. Poffo v Blood. I still, okay. I still, I like honestly, I nearly, like my jaw nearly just fell out of my face when I found out that Ricky Steamboat's real last name was Blood, and he never, as far as I knew, professionally ever went by Rick Blood. I know. I mean, Jesus, that just you could you could just put that as the like an indie show. Nobody's ever heard of this guy. Holy fuck! There's a dude on the card named Rick Blood. I know. <laughs> like that's that's crazy. Yeah. No, we're gonna do, call do, you Ricky Teddy Bear. Yeah. <laughs> I have an idea. With, do you have to go with like Rich Blood? <laughs> <laughs> apparently, apparently, um, he did start out. He did start out in his early, early years um, as Rick Blood, but because mm. they they didn't want him to, I, I guess whoever took him under his wing didn't want him to be didn't want him to be one of the heels he was going to be a face and yep. rick blood was more of a heel name so oh my god that's the ultimate heel name it's the ultimate well, heel name well what better good guy name than steamboat yeah yeah <laughs> who doesn't live a steamboat yeah i mean steamboats I are violent they're friendly oh because he they're looked violent. like a steamboat no, he he was because he, he resembled Sammy Steamboat, who was an, another yeah, Hawaiian professional wrestler. Oh, for fuck's sake! Oh. And so they gave him that I mean, name, the first and it stuck. It's not the yeah, first time they've him... done. Oh, you kind of look like enter enter type of minority here, and you got that <laughs> descendant name. I mean, yep. Yeah. You look like Dave Snooker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Vic Steamboat, though. Vic Blood. Vic Blood. Vic. Oh my Vic God! Like that's straight. That, that's straight out of like Commando. Vic or Blood something. is worse than Rick Blood. I, I know. I, Vic Blood yeah. needs to have his own action franchise. He, Vic Blood's the guy that that that's been hiding behind the the curtain, and has just been beating the shit out of him just as he's about to come through, and nobody ever catches him. Nobody ever sees him. Yep. Oh my God, it's Vic Blood. <laughs> Seriously, you came up with no other no, that's his real name? Oh shit, that's his brother? Oh shit. <laughs> he was my even birth decided. certificate. <laughs> he was just his plus one. 
I mean the blood uh, brother. I mean anyway, um, the blood brothers. Oh, this is, this is going crap. so far off yeah, the rails. I mean, this but, is... um, but player to watch. <laughs> oh. oh, Christian fucks. I mean, I oh just want to get that. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I was like, damn it. I, 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 I wanted to make I just, sure. I just first... said, damn it. First, uh, first, uh, I wanted to make sure I mispronounced it correctly. That's he loves the, it. I needed to that, go. Uh, I didn't want to give him the Fuchs. I want Fuchs. I want. <laughs> I mean, he's a, he. Uh, fun, fun fact: Christian Fuchs, uh, uh, Vic Blood's tag partner. It was nice. Blood Fuchs. No, it's funny. Tag team: Fuchs and Blood. <laughs> oh no, no, sorry, I'm it's sorry. Here comes the fuck. Sorry to the universe. I'm, I wish I never thought of that. I wish I didn't do it. I wish I in a handbasket. Um, I mean, it stays in the show, but I wish I had done well, it. Well, obviously, but... It's like the um, Can-Am connection. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going with in- Man of International Mystery, Andre Shinyashiki. <laughs> Let me tell you about Andre Shinyashiki, everyone. I mean, his, father, his father, Roberto, is a Brazilian psychiatrist and author. Ooh. Shinyashiki is of Japanese descent through his father, and Italian descent through his mother. He is eligible to represent Brazil, Japan, and Italy in international soccer. And he's never going to make any one of them. But and amazing. Guess, guess where Charlotte got this guy from? Okay, what would Hawaii? be the random-ass place in the, <laughs> all three of them? So if it's Colorado not, Rapids. Oh, oh come on. I was going to say South Africa. That only made <laughs> sense to me. <laughs> Kaiser Chiefs, huh? No, no, call them. <laughs> Boo! That's such a that's such a such a just just boring turn. It really is. <laughs> but also his first name's Andre. Mm. He's got all the yeah. he's got Japanese, Italian, and Brazilian. Right, let's go with a nice French first name. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Um, Duncan, I'm almost uh, afraid to ask. <laughs> uh, um, no, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go with uh, let's keep it simple. Let's go with Harrison Awful. You know, uh, That's terrible. Yep. The worst. I'll give it to Charlotte. That team's stack with some fun names. Oh, well, fuck yeah. There's so a I, I, I went with the this this poor guy. Like I feel I feel his name is Ben Bender. Holy shit! Mm. The beast is for Ben. That's amazing. It's for Benjamin. Benjamin Bender from Baltimore. <laughs> we must have ben, ben Bender from Baltimore. Ben Bender from Baltimore. Oh man, I, I feel I. I wait, like, we I was initially been... just going in for the Bender joke from like Futurama, right? But then I was like, oh my god, his name is Ben Bender. He must have been a super draft pick. I feel like we we could not have missed this. One. <laughs> uh, Generation Adidas. Mm, but super where... draft. Super draft, yeah. He, oh, yeah. Super draft. College MLS, super draft, recent super draft, but playing. He's played like almost every match. Um, 13 starts. Yeah. Good time. Honestly, I just think I like the fact that we forget the names that we make fun of last week. Because ben, ben, ben it's just fresh every time. Like when we play Colorado, <laughs> when, we Char- when we play Charlotte for the first time ever next year, we're not going to remember <laughs> that Ben Bender fucking played. Baltimore. Yeah, from Baltimore. Uh, I mean, I'm going to remember the fucks joke because that's just good. <laughs> Everything else is just. Well, the main thing we know it's that Christian's fucks. So, oh, he does. Uh, he, ooh, he does. It's awful, awful fucks. Mm. That's a that's a pairing. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm just hoping Brent Bronico is still there next year. <laughs> well, you know, we do play them again in a few weeks, so just like save some of this up. Oh, really? Okay, great. Oh, yeah. Home well, away, baby. Listen- listeners, stay tuned for mm-hmm. uh, private investigator Brent Bronico. <laughs> I think they were uh, the right winger uh, Franco. Yeah, it's just Franco. Mm. Mm. All right. Um, predictions for this match? I don't even know anymore. Um, Do a Teroy to Charlotte. Reasonable. Um, I think it's going to go to extra innings, but Toronto win by a touchdown. Um, yeah. Uh, fuck. I don't know. Uh, one all. Let's just do one all. Sure. One nil for the Toronto Italians via not Brooklyn. <laughs> you know how many different names the Brooklyn Italians had? Go on. Go on. Plenty. Sweet. Back to you, yeah. Kristen. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Good journalism, Tony. Well done. Uh-huh. Yep. One of them was Brooklyn Dodgers, which is just a terrible ripoff and wow. just poor. Boring. But there was also, they were also called Palermo. That makes sense. Mm. On brand. Yeah. Mm. Um, I'm going to go with a, a very unlikely uh, two, well, two one. That part's likely because TFC is never keeping clean sheet ever again, apparently. Uh, two one win for Toronto. Whoa. I know. I know. Is, why not? Why not? Because it won't happen, but why not? Um, all, right, all right, so then Voyager's no, no. Cup. More, more importantly, here we go. Brooklyn Italians, inter-Brooklyn Shit. Italians. He found it. Inter-SC. This is my favorite. From inter, so from inter-SC, they decided to go, well, what's the next best Italian name would you guys think? AC, AC. Brooklyn. Yeah. Close. Boca Juniors. Natch. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I see it now. And then Brooklyn Dodgers slash Palermo Football Club in the same uh, stretch, and then Yo, back back to Brooklyn Italians. All right, question: Do you happen to know if they happen to have uh, that that Dodger blue and pink stripes? Because that would be delicious. <laughs> I would. Oh, I, yeah, I yeah, want maybe. that. I would. I want that now. I just. We've just imagined it. And I want it now. I wonder what their sponsor on their shirt is. Cannolis. I was, I was gonna say like Drago or something. I don't not, know. No, 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 no company name. No, just, just a, about an item. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. Prosciutto. Yeah. Brooklyn Italians brought to you by Gabagool. Yeah. <laughs> Gabagool. All right. So Tuesday night mm. is the Voyagers Cup final for this year. Mm. No, I'm serious. The Voyagers. Voyager's Cup Finals getting played on Tuesday. I never felt less aware or like engaged by a cup match that is the Voyager's Cup, which we love, mm-hmm. than I have for this one. I was like, wait, didn't I see something like on Instagram, maybe an email? And I was like, oh, fuck, Voyager's Cup is Tuesday night. It's mostly an emailed tournament. Um... So Tuesday night in Vancouver, mm-hmm. um, the Whitecaps host Toronto uh, for the 2022 Voyagers Cup final. Um, really, the big question is, is what hilarious way will Vancouver lose the Voyagers Cup this time? 
since they did the unexpected by beating all those CanPL teams to make it to the final, which I still don't understand how that happened. Um, against all odds. Phil Collins. Let's call that. Um, mm. nice. But still, they can't possibly win, right? Oh, God, no. Okay. It means tradition. Let's, it's true. So let's hear it. Third minute own goal. Game winner. That's right. 87 <laughs> minutes of suffering. At such a terrible back pass. <laughs> and it's just just torture. Pure torture. Score, they shell the scores said own goal. I, I, I couldn't name a defender on, on Vancouver's team to name. I couldn't name oh, a player. Can I name a player? David Gould? I know he's like the big, the, a big deal. I would hate for Ryan Gould? Ryan, Ryan, Ryan Gould. Gould. Thank you. Him. Uh, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to name him. Um, I don't know. A player. Okay. It doesn't really matter. It's going to be, it's going to be Vancouver's equivalent of the Academy kids coming up for a V cup. It's going to be whoever that guy is. It's just like third appearance, first start back pass right past the keeper into the net third minute. And then 89, 92, 96 minutes of Toronto just getting shelled, just shelled and nothing goes in. Toronto ends up with one shot on net. There's the story right there. One shot on net, <laughs> not even the one that goes in. Own goal. They they take 18 shots, face 18 shots, nothing goes in. Bono's the hero somehow. I don't like that All one. right, all right. I got an imagine. Very, very, very plausible. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with, you know, so Vancouver is going to be like playing well, looking good, clearly the better team. Uh, and so Lucas Cavallini, you, yes. he's going out there doing Lucas Cavallini things and eventually he gets himself put, and then, uh, you know, eventually sort of gets himself sent off uh, for a foul that takes place during the build-up to the one time Vancouver actually score a goal. So the goal gets disallowed and he also gets booked and gets sent off. Then after that, TFC come on strong and uh, win 1-0, uh, you know, something along those lines. Tony? It's a bit far-fetched. I don't know. Lucas getting sent off, that's like, I, 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 I would bet money on that almost. Okay, but I, I think I got it, though. All right, let's hear it. Tight, tight match in the first half. Mm. Uh, they come out, Vancouver comes out uh, pretty strong right, right at the, the second half. Russell Tebert takes a, a, a really uh, hard shot at goal. Misses just wide, but... Uh, Vancouver legend Nigel Rio Coker, who was doing a halftime bicycle uh, demonstration, <laughs> is walking off the pitch. The ball hits his bike, sending Rio Coker tumbling, but the ball then deflects across the pitch back into Vancouver's goal. Because mm. it's a Canadian championship, there's no VAR. Referee misses it. Own goal, Toronto wins 1 0. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. Tony, you're so close. You're so close. But I, I have the real, the real answer. Right. Um, so grinding, torturous match. Lots of fouls. You know, Cavallini's hanging on a thread. Michael Bradley's hanging on a thread. Like there's, 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 there's yellow cards everywhere. But you know, some fresh legs come on from both sides late in the second half. Uh, super sub to St. Ricketts comes on mm. for Vancouver. And then, oh my God, what's he doing? Scores on his own net, rips off his kit to reveal Toronto FC kit underneath. 
secret agent to St. Ricketts all along wins it for Toronto. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And, and then he does the secret handshake with Mark Anthony K. Yes! Yes. Oh, that's, that's some heel shit right there. Vic Blood's got nothing on this. <laughs> so St. <Saint> Blood. <laughs> so St. Blood. Uh, Rick and Vic Blood, the tag team there, their finishing move would clearly be the bloodbath. Yeah. Oh yeah. But, uh, um, another option, you know. I mean, obviously, you know, what, what's his name? The coach, Vanni Sartini, was all like, "Oh, you know, all these Italians, you know, don't all you, you know, Vancouver people don't come out here to cheer on the Italians or anything." So it's going to be a tight game, what have you, and uh, it's going to be uh, you know one of the one of TFC's Italians, Larry or Bernie, either one, uh, scores a winning goal in extra time. The Vancouver crowd goes wild for it, uh, just just to make Valley Sartini sad. As long as we don't have to see his ass crack again. Uh, again? <laughs> when, uh, uh, yes. Remember, remember he was celebrating something last year. Do you remember anyone else remember? It was on camera and he did a, like a pretty deep bend that was like, yeah. Uh, Got the, the full Santini. No, I don't remember that. I'm glad I don't remember that. Yeah. It's a little too much skin. Just mm. mm. a, a, a little bit of plumber action. Okay. Now, All right. One very amusing thing that I'm not going to like talking about, Zudo, Satini's talking about the crowd and what have you. Vancouver put out a promotion. Uh, all Caps fans named Ryan, Lucas, Lucy, or Andres or Andrea can claim one free ticket to the uh, the final. Just what? Really? Send an email. If you've got one of those names, you get a free ticket. Huh. Seriously? <laughs> Apparently, yes. A uh, friend of the show, Martin Bailey, brings this to my attention. Well, not to my attention. He brings it to Twitter's attention, and that's where I saw it. Sorry, um, not, sorry Duncan. We're going to edit that so it's... Yep, yep, he brought it to you. your attention specifically. <laughs> okay, I'm making a note. This will come yeah. out. Okay, go yeah. ahead. Sorry, continue. Yeah, yeah so all Caps fans named Ryan, Lucas, Lucy, or Andres, Andrea, can claim one free ticket to the hashtag CanChamp final. Fuck That's up. not desperate at all. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Practically seems normal. Yeah. <laughs> all I got to say about it is justice for Nigel's. Yeah, mm. also you get for making plans. Mm-hmm. Nice. I mean, is is there not a uh, a feminine equivalent of Ryan? Obviously, Lucas and Lucy, Andrea and Andrea, R- Ryan, Rihanna. Sure, there you go. Rihanna. Yeah. Irish. Mm. Good Irish last name. Yeah, Rihanna Rian Wilkinson is just like, hey, what the fuck? Oh, man? there you go. Yeah, yep, Rihanna Wilkinson. Perfect. She could have come up from Portland for the night. Exactly. No, no, no. Oh, you're not no, no. Free she, no, forget for you. that. Yeah. You, 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 what you do you mean just, there's no free ticket? You just screwed international singing sensation Rihanna out of a ticket. Mm. Yes. Yeah, Rihanna was going to go. <laughs> All right. Um, do we need players to watch for this? I don't think we No. I think we just named them all. Um, yeah, all right. Yeah. Pre- 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 Actual predictions, actual score predictions, not calamitous predictions. Just give me some score predictions, please. Three nil Toronto. Woo! Wow. Two nil Toronto. Wow. Why? What are you? What are you people? Uh, it's Vancouver. It's the Voyager's Cup. That's true. Um. Two one Vancouver. Oh. oh. Try being a real fan. I'm not going. I'm not going with V Cup tradition as much as that's what I want. 
but like current form. That's that's all. Wow. wow. Also, too, I'm sure the B team is going to get one good last run out before. <laughs> Mark has apparently uh, called caught Julian Gresselmania. It's running wild. No, yes. sorry, that's, that's, the remnants, <laughs> that's the remnants of COVID. Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> Can't tell the depart. Um, because again, cause I, I just I think I think Toronto's going to go the whole season without getting a clean sheet. Three uh, one, Toronto. We already got one against Montreal in the semi-final. Oh, that's right in the van, in the V Cup. You're right. Yeah, uh, that, that, it, it, it's only an oh, MLS well streak. Uh, erase the whole show. This is yeah. embarrassing. Yeah. I know that's just... it. I, I clearly <laughs> zero credibility. Lost lost what little I had. Um, I'll stick with the three one though. All right. As uh, our producer has just let us know how fucking long we've been talking, uh, that should be the end of the show. And we really, no, no special guests, and we did it. Well done. Yeah, yeah. I know. Good job. Good job. <laughs> everyone, everyone, raise your right hand up in the air. Put it to your left shoulder. Give yourself a pat on the back. Sorry. Sorry. Blood. That was my that was my my high school band teacher used to do that with us all the time whenever we did something particularly good uh, to give ourselves uh-huh. pats on the back, and uh, did, it just did, flashed did, through my brain. Mr. Laidlaw. Did that happen often? Yes, yes, it did. We were a very good band. Thank you very much, Duncan. <laughs> did you do classical gas? <laughs> what? I, I know. I mean, you, you probably backed me up here, Mac. I know I've heard of the Burlington Teen Tour Band. Mm, everyone's heard, heard of, the, of them. They have a bus. I, yes, I've never heard they of the Peter, Never heard of the Peterborough Teen Tour Band. Oh, I went to high, I high school in London. Thank you well, very much. I haven't heard of the London Teen Tour Band either. <laughs> Nobody's uh, heard Victoria. of them. <laughs> Anyway, I was actually trying to end our show and I was doing a really quick, poor job of it. So that's been our ever, show for this week. Do you guys week. ever do Real American? That's a hot track. Stop it. <laughs> oh, God. Please join us next week when we recap a hopeful Toronto FC Voyagers Cup victory. See how they do in their historic first match against Charlotte. Uh, see what other revelations might come out of Canada soccer. Oh, dear God. And more. Um, I have been joined by the entire Vocal Minority Podcast panel to be found out there on the Twitters at Duncan D. Fletcher, Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Hello. Out on the Tweet Machine at Mark EFC, Mr. Tony Walsh. Erlamania is cock running wild. Wow. What am I going to do, brother? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear gods. It's uh, never going to come crashing down. Mm. <laughs> on the Twitters at KitNerdMark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. Thank you to everybody who continues to support us via Patreon. We absolutely appreciate it. We do still have shirts. They are on our Zazzle shop. You can find the link on our website, vocalminority.ca. And uh, in case this is, you know, you're feeling fancy, we're starting to put the episodes on YouTube. There's no video, so just lower expectations. But if YouTube's a better, better venue for you to enjoy these podcasts feel free to go check it out uh vocal Mi- just look for the vocal minority on on your youtube searches uh and once we get enough subscribers we can make that like youtube.com slash vocal minority but until then it's a bunch of letters and i'm not going to say them back to you Chris. <laughs> thank you marcus <laughs> as for me you can find me on the internet yes the entire internet at kz Knowles. i have been your host Kristen Knowles, and until next week canada get used to it if you smell what a cock rins Cooking. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs>
Fagundes. 